Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called The Real Secret. But before I get into this, I want to let you know that toward the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you some exciting work that I've been doing with my coaching clients using hypnotherapy. This profound work is blowing my mind. I am seeing life-changing shifts in my clients in a short amount of time. Now, it's true that my coaching clients are primarily women, but for the guys out there listening, I want you to know that I do offer my hypnosis work to both men and women. So stay tuned to the end of this episode, and I will go into a little more detail about my work with hypnotherapy. My friend, this is the real secret to the best life ever. And when I tell you what it is, don't let your ego hang up the phone because your ego wants nothing to do with this. And it's not something you haven't heard me say before. In fact, it's the undertone of my whole message. And you're probably hearing it more and more in social media and out in the world and in your yoga and fitness classes because the world needs it now more than ever. And that secret is self-love. And it is the key to everything you want in your life. I promise you. Even if you don't know what you want, you want self-love. Because if you don't love yourself, your life will be hard, period. How well you can love yourself affects how you show up in every area of your life. It becomes the lens through which you perceive everything, everything in your life and in your world, every interaction. You know, and it also affects how everyone else sees and responds to you, right? Because how you treat yourself shows everybody else how to treat you. It affects your work, your relationships, not just your intimate ones, but all of them. It affects your, your quality of life in general. Yeah. It affects everything you do. And you may be thinking, I love myself all right, but what about when things go badly, right? Do you love yourself then? What about when you're grumpy and it's time to go to a party? What about when you don't get it right, right? Or when somebody criticizes your work or when you fall flat on your face trying something new? Yeah. Can you love yourself then? And I know I've mentioned before that I spent a lot of my adult life not loving myself and not knowing that I wasn't loving myself. But I had that inner critic going and it was loud. It was the dominant voice in my head, criticizing myself, beating myself up for every little thing. My life at the time was hard for a lot of years. Everything about it was hard, a struggle. Yeah, I was, I was frustrated a lot. And when things didn't go perfectly in my life, I judged myself harshly. 
And, you know, I ended up judging everybody around me also, maybe in my head, but it was definitely a thing. And I was certainly an extreme case, but in all my years of working in the healing field, I know that it's not uncommon, especially for women, because we're brought up in a patriarchy that doesn't honor women. You know, our, so- our society doesn't offer a message that we're beautiful and perfect no matter what. No, we've been shamed on many levels. And that's just the truth and the way, and it, the way it's been for thousands of years. I think because we're innately extremely powerful and, um, and the masculine you know, at some point didn't know how to handle our power. But I think that's changing. But our society and the way we've been treated on so many levels, we've been kind of given the message that there's something wrong with us on some level, that we're not worthy. Yeah, that we have to prove our worth. So right out of the gate, we're given the idea that we you know, have to earn our right to be loved, really earn our right to be here. Yeah, to be worthy enough to take up space. I mean, how truth is that? How much truth is in that, right? Can you feel that? So unless you were given uh, the gift of a, of a parent who was awake enough or had the time and availability to overwrite that messaging, you know, letting you know every single day in all the ways, through words and actions, that you are so worthy of love, that you are so beautiful just as you are. Well, my friend, you need this. You need this because it is the magical elixir of life, and it's the real secret to happiness. Now, self-love and I mean true, unconditional self-love, is no easy feat. I mean, it sounds basic, and it really is, but it requires vigilance. Yeah. It must be practiced on a daily basis, basically for the rest of your life, (laughs) or else you will default to your ego. Now, it gets easier, over time. At first, it's a little tricky, but after a while, it just feels good and it feels natural. And so you just innately do it. So you got to train yourself. Yeah. Because defaulting to your ego is the worst case scenario, right? The Course in Miracles describes the ego as suspicious at best and vicious at worst. Now, your ego is not here to love you. It's here to protect you. It operates out of fear, period. Your ego doesn't know what love is. So if you default to your ego, which most of us do until we realize, you'll inevitably beat yourself up with self-judgment. And if you're not beating yourself up, you'll be beating up everybody else around you in your mind or out loud. It doesn't actually matter if you're being quiet about your judgment, too, because we can all feel it, and it will affect how we treat you. Yeah, because 
that's just the way it is. We're all a reflection of you. You're teaching us how to treat you by how you treat yourself. And when you're loving inside and out, you will receive love. When you're judging, yeah, pointing the finger toward yourself or outside, you will be judged. It's absolutely true. That's just the way it goes. And the only way to become authentically loving through and through is to love yourself. If you're like most of us, you have developed a hardwired habit of self-judgment, right? And like I said, it, it really makes no difference energetically whether you're pointing the finger outside or inside. It's exactly the same thing because however you're treating anybody else, you're treating yourself. So we can call it self-judgment no matter what. And you can't be in judgment and in love at the same time. You're either one or the other. Judgment is fear-based, ego-based, and love is love-based, heart-based. Fear and love are on opposite ends of the spectrum, and they don't intermingle, right? It's like light meeting dark, right? As soon as the light hits the dark, there's no dark, right? <laughs> yeah. Fear, um, fear and judgment lie in the shadows where the love is not. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about the difference between fear and love, um, please listen back to the episode called Wisdom where I just spell the whole thing out. So if you're in the habit of judgment, then you know what you have to do. You have to break the habit. And one of the best ways to break a bad habit is to replace it with another habit. So the goal here is to replace judgment with self-love. And it's not going to be easy at first. Just like Going to the gym isn't easy after you've been sitting on the couch eating bonbons for years. <laughs> it's just not. But you do it because your doctor tells you if you don't do it, your health is going to take a turn for the worst. And I'm saying a similar thing. If you don't get serious about self-love, and I hate to tell you this, but your life will not go well. Everything about your life will be harder and harder. It just will. Judgment, resentment, and disdain only leads to a hard life. I mean, it's obviously not going to lead you to joy and play. You know this, right? But when you decide to love and accept all parts of yourself, there's a level of confidence you exude that no one can tear down. And that is way more powerful than the walls that you build up to protect yourself. Because at that point, you're claiming your worth, regardless of what anyone else is saying or thinking. It's like having an internal support system saying, you're okay, baby. I got you, girl. And I love every bit of you. I mean, how good is that? 
I'm telling you now, it's the best. Because at that point, your happiness is sourced within. You're not looking outside for validation because that's not where validation comes from. (laughs) It just isn't. You're no longer looking for love in all the wrong places. No, because you've discovered the secret that all the love you can ever need is inside of you. And the more you're in touch with that on the inside, the more it shows up on the outside and in your everyday life, because you have become a magnet for love. And as Wayne Dyer said, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. That's the law of attraction. Are you with me? I know you want this, and I want this for you. So I'm going to offer you a practice that I would like for you to commit to for three months minimum. Yeah, three months. That's the time it takes to build the neuropathways that you're going to need to replace the old ones that aren't serving you. So here's the practice. And I may have told you about this practice before, (laughs) but now I simply need you to do it. Promise me to do this. Okay, trust me, the world needs you to do this because when you show up loving yourself, you are planting a seed of love on the planet. Yeah, you are taking the first step toward shining the light that you came here to shine. And everything you do needs your light shining in it for it to make any difference at all. And the world needs you to freaking love yourself already. (laughs) So stop holding out on us and get on with it already. Seriously, I freaking mean it. So here's what I want you to do. And here is what the world needs you to do. Every single morning, as you're brushing your teeth or putting on your makeup, I want you to look into your own eyes And say to yourself, I love you. And then state your name. So I would say it like this. I love you, Kathy. Now, this will be awkward at first. Yes, it will. But after a while, it will become easier. And eventually, you'll start to mean it. And after that, your heart will begin to open in ways you've never experienced before. But you have to stick with it. This is just a starting point. Because like I said before, self-love is the basis for everything. And when you can love yourself, you can love everyone else. But not until then. Because you cannot give what you, can't, what you do not have. That's right. You cannot give what you don't have. The only kind of love that can come from someone without self-love is limited. It's ego-based. And like I said, the ego doesn't know how to love. So limited love is not love, right? Limited love is not love. The nature of love is limitless. It's actually unconditional. 
and it's expansive. It's not, I love you as long as you don't hurt my feelings. It's not, I love you as long as you don't mess up, right? No. (laughs) I love you as long as you're doing good and succeeding. No. (laughs) In fact, some have referred to God as love. It's limitless. And I'm one of those somebodies. Yeah. (laughs) God is love. Love is God. Yeah. Now, if you find this practice excruciating or you just can't seem to break through to the good stuff, it could be for you, like it was the case for me, that you had some experiences early on that caused you to believe some negative things about yourself. Yeah, maybe your circumstances as a, as a child were less than ideal and you received early programming that has inevitably kept you from self-love. Well, studies show that children below the age of eight have already made up stories about themselves and the world before they've fully developed a prefrontal cortex. So a young child that has had unpleasant experiences will draw on an draw an irrational conclusion about themselves, right? And if that event was profound enough, it will get hardwired into the brain, becoming subconscious programming that affects how you think and feel from that point on. It's crazy. Now, I base my hypnotherapy work on Joe Dispenza's research with neuroscientists and quantum physicists, and it's fascinating. The research shows that over time, your body becomes literally addicted to the hormone cocktail that is produced as a result of feeling a certain way and thinking. So feeling and thinking over time, your brain literally becomes hardwired to think and feel a certain way automatically, right? So let's say you have the habit of feeling negative about yourself and you decide you would like to make a change in your life and start to think and feel more positively. Well, your mind and body will inevitably work 24-7 on a subconscious level to sabotage your efforts because you are now addicted to a hormone cocktail that's released when you feel bad, right? So you're hardwired to feel that negative emotion. So when you're not feeling it, your body thinks there's something wrong. And so it's going to start sending messages to your brain to get you to do things that will inevitably take you back into that feeling state, right? So that same hormone cocktail can be released in your body so you can feel normal, right? Normal. So if, so if norm, if normal is say anxiety or depression or, you know, guilt or shame, right? And, And you're not feeling that your body thinks there's something wrong. And so it's going to do everything it can working with your brain to get you to um, come back into that feeling state of normal, right? 
That's exactly why habits are hard to break. And it it usually takes something catastrophic in your life, like life, like a life threatening diagnosis to shake to shake you up enough to go against your subconscious programming right to do something different yeah at that point your will becomes stronger than the subconscious programming to make a change so you're able to basically wake up yeah another example is like maybe you tell yourself in the morning that you're not going to eat the cake today, right? Because it it makes you feel bad about yourself or whatever it is. But then 3 p.m. rolls around and you get the craving. And there you are at the fridge reaching for the cake. And before you know it, you have eaten the whole cake. And now you're beating yourself up for doing it. Yeah, and then the depression you feel causes your body to secrete that hormone cocktail again, which was your body's goal when it subconsciously sent a message to your brain to get your muscles to move in the direction of the fridge and pick up the cake, <laughs> right? Um, you may not like even know how you got there. Like, how did I get this cake in my hand? Like, how did this, how am I doing this again? Ah! (laughs) So your brain is hardwired for the habit and your brain and your body are working together on a subconscious level to keep the habit going. Now, I can keep going on talking about this because I love my work so much. But suffice to say, if you feel like you could use a little extra help in the subconscious department, please visit my website and set up a clarity call, a 15-minute clarity call with me to take a look at it. I can tell you more about it. You can tell me what's going on, and we can just see if hypnosis might be a good fit for you. Yeah. So exciting stuff, and next time I'm going to go even deeper into how to love every bit of who you are. Blessed be. Hey, I would like to invite you to sign up for a free clarity call session. Let's chat to see if coaching is for you. Just go to my website, thelifecoachingspot.com, and I look forward to seeing you there. Peace and blessings.